Hello and welcome again to The Yarn. I'm Marius Cumming and soon we head to WA and hear from two young and very keen wool growers about their vision for the wool industry. But uh, having travelled to Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria and West Australia in recent weeks, I can really say that growers across the country are really optimistic at the moment given both seasonal conditions and of course the, uh, the great prices which uh, continue to show uh, that there is strong demand for the fibre. So recently AWI hosted a delegation from three very significant brands that included raw material sourcing managers and education managers from Prada, Max Mara and Burberry. Now these are brands at the very top of the fashion industry, luxury brands that lead the way globally. I sat down with Adrian Foray, the Senior Raw Material Sourcing Manager at Burberry, and asked him just how his week was. Oh, it's been amazing. Uh, thank you very much for having us the full week. Um, quite far away, but definitely worth the trip. Now is the last day. Uh, we'll have to go back to uh, our desk, missing the sheep. But basically, I think we've learned a lot during that week, um, seen all different operations happening to the wool from the lamb to the almost uh, yeah to the yarn and the fabric actually so uh, a lot of learnings complete different angle on how to approach the raw materials moving forward because we're used to see a finished fabrics with a lot of colors and treatments so we tend to forget about the origin of the fiber all the hard work that's put into getting a good quality fiber the different level of qualities as well was something we were not so familiar with we tend to appreciate much more this fiber as a, a really a luxury raw material. Um, we work with all sorts of, of luxury raw materials at Burberry back in London. And I have to say wool is one of the, um, the materials we use um, extensively across different product categories, uh, from scarves to outerwear. And for us, it's really important that uh, we understand the trade um, extensively, um, each different steps, the hard work uh, done by the wool growers, the scarring plant uh, that we visited, and um, the auction, which was also very interesting, helps us understand where the price is going and, and gives us more insight of how the industry is working. So all in all, it was really really good to do this trip. I have to thank the, the Woolmark company a lot, uh, AWI a lot, uh, really nice people dedicated to, to the wool industry and uh, I feel really proud to meet those guys this week and uh, we'll bring back a lot of learnings to the team in London and I hope they will also take advantage of what I learn and apply it to their work as well. What does your job entail? It's a very, very interesting uh, company you work for. It's at the very uh, top end of, of fashion. Are you in charge of sourcing the raw materials and understanding exactly where everything comes from? Yes, yeah, so um, I'm leading a team of buyers and uh, technical developers who focus essentially on uh, premium fibres, so uh, wool being one of them. The role of the team is uh, obviously to enter in commercial relationship with um, fabric and yarn suppliers uh, to procure the raw material that will be used to make our, our product. And then the technical part of the team is trying to elevate the quality of our raw materials, but more towards um, fabric performance, color matching performance, and chemical usage. So uh, it's, it's a really interesting role. We are an essential part to make sure that we deliver the best quality to our customers. So it's, it's important for us to have the best underst possible understanding of the raw material. Another part of the, of the role is to work closely with um, two, two other teams. One is the retail um, trainers, where we provide deep knowledge of the different raw materials that are being used 
introduced into our product so they can um, improve the storytelling and, and their their sales. And the other team we work a lot with is our corporate responsibility team, who is really eager to um, develop more traceability and, and uh, visibility into the supply chain. So uh, I was here this week on their behalf as well to know better about uh, the different steps, the animal welfare, the um, the standards the industry is following to make sure that it's um, a world-class industry to work with. And I think I've been really pleased with what I've seen this week. And we had really like open discussion with um, the different teams um, on a lot of subjects from uh, musing to uh, the meat industry, different steps on the wool. So yeah, we, we come back home with, uh, I think, a clear picture of the industry and uh, we're really pleased basically. Yeah. Adrian, it, is, it has been a real pleasure to spend the week with you. Thank you very much. Um, hopefully we'll catch up again. And is there anything, anything finally you would like to, to say to, to the wool growers that listen to this? Oh, yeah. So the wool growers, um, I met a few, including you, Marius. So um, really, um, really nice people. Uh, I really enjoyed the time I had, to, uh, I had with them. Uh, I have to thank them a lot for the, the hard work they put every day, every night, I guess, as well. And uh, it's... Um, a lot of respect uh, for, for these people and uh, I, I hope I'll be able to come back to Australia and, and visit a few more farms and just just a big thank you to everyone involved in the trade as well, the, the people back in Sydney that we met, the different um, people in the auction house and, uh, and the, the scouring plant and yeah, definitely the farmers and, uh, and all their, their associates. It was really interesting to meet all those people. Yeah, thank you very much. The Yarn, Australian Mill Innovations podcast, and uh, right now we are sitting at the Wajin football ground, actually the Wajin showgrounds, home of the famous Wajin Woolarama, and you can hear some, uh, well you can hear football practice in the background, but uh, more importantly I'm here with uh, two of WA's leading wool growers in Alex Cool and Bindi Murray. Hi guys, thank you for... uh, joining the yarn. Hi Marius. Hi Marius. How's things in the west? I've I've been here for a week and there seems to be quite a bit of optimism around the sheep and wool industry. There certainly is Marius. Wool prices are pretty fantastic and sheep prices are even better so there's not a lot to complain about. And uh, you're coming off a a, a great season last year Bindi and uh, I suppose you're still sort of waiting for rain this year or what's the state of play at the moment? Well I think we're in the last throes of working out whether we've had an enormous false break or a really good start to the season. So in my area anyway we're losing a little bit of grass density but our clover is pretty well established so we'd like a little bit more rain but um, we've been really fortunate that feed costs over summer have been really low. The sheep are generally in really good condition, so we've, we've carried over. Most people are looking at, looking down the barrel of a really good season with really good prices, and it's been really good to see a, a shift in sentiment. There's a lot of people that are really out there looking to fine-tune and get the most out of their, their sheep enterprise to make the most of what will hopefully be a good year. And uh, in terms of uh, younger farmers, I mean, uh, young farmers across Australia are notoriously um, uh, into their cropping and enjoying cropping and it's it's hard to get people back into sheep. Uh, Alex, what's been your experience with your friends that are farming? Are are many of them wanting to come back into sheep? I'm seeing a growing trend of young people and and especially females getting back into sheep especially, but the, the general interest of coming back into farming is strong 
because of, I suppose because of the positive attitude around farming and agriculture. But it's exciting to see more females in, in the sheep industry. We're at a very interesting point. There is a bit of a, a digital revolution taking place in agriculture and, uh, and, and uh, cropping has seen it for some years with, uh, uh, with the use of satellites and, uh, and all sorts of uh, wonderful technology. What is there available, I suppose, for, uh, for wool growers and for sheep producers? We've seen automatic handlers and those sorts of things come in, but um, Vin, do you, how do you feel about technology and, and uh, the sheep industry? I think it's vital and I think it's the, the way forward. One of the things that we're always looking for on our farm is how to run more sheep really well with less people and technology is the answer to that. You know, and whether it's, you know, even it's as simple as the smartphone and being able to complete many other tasks when you're doing something in sheep that perhaps takes a long time but not a huge amount of concentration such as shifting sheep or whether it's actually not being needing to be in the paddock at all to do some of those tasks. So I think technology will be a huge thing and it's really great to see that we're starting to take those leaps into the jumps that have already happened in, in cropping and other industries. Both um, you run sizeable properties with large flocks. What sort of things will make a difference to you? Uh, the stock monitoring for me is one of the big things. Being able to, to, to cover a whole load of sheep pretty quickly without a whole lot of labour. We hope to grow. We hope to be able to do what we do over a bigger scale and continue to do it better. So um, technology will let us do that. Alex, I suppose uh, this is um, this is the point of being part of a network such as the Sheep's Back, of which uh, yes. you are the, uh, chair. the the chair of the, the producer advisory panel for the for the West Australian network. What sort of things can growers get out of their local network? The Sheep's Back network is an AWA innovate innovation in WA and our role is to promote efficient ways of farming, new technologies that producers can use on farm, promoting apps and there's plenty of uh, on-farm sheep apps or livestock apps and cropping apps these days so it's pretty exciting for the future. Today we've seen uh, the Sheep Optimizer Day um, which, uh, which has been run by the Sheep's Back. What, what did you get out of today's uh, presentations? that the wool industry is very positive. There's lots of options as well for people to try and capture that in wool. So uh, it was really interesting to hear about the, um, the forward selling and the forward market because um, it's something that a lot of people are probably gaining confidence in and, and while the market is up, there's an opportunity for people to at least understand what options are out there. What are the, uh, the big things that I think, I mean, you're, you're both young farmers. Uh, in your time as wool growers, what are the big things that you would like to see cracked in a, in a technology sense? I mean, we're still shearing sheep the same way as we were many years ago. What sort of things would really change the game for you two? One of the things that I am really looking forward to, and I think that it's a role that technology has not just on-farm, is actually improving the feedback through the supply chain. Because I'm always wanting to know more information about what I do and how the things I produce handle for people down the supply chain. And I think that once with better feedback, it'll actually improve and hone the areas where we can invest in improving our production techniques. And shearing is one of those, because it does it produces the product that we need, we need to at the moment and I, and, and I think there's a little gap because a technology that is able to replicate all of the different things that happen in a shearing shed, it's going to have to be pretty amazing. I think as we get better, better information coming back to us through the supply chain, we'll find those areas where we can tweak and we can um, start moving some of those practices ahead. Western Australian wool growers Bindi Murray and Alex Cool there at the Wagen football ground. It was a 
pretty noisy uh, footy training. And uh, it was interesting that Bindi and Adrian earlier both mentioned information through the supply chain. And perhaps uh, it's time to speak about the role of the Wool Exchange portal in that regard, as well as the market itself. So let's have a look at that in a fortnight. Stay tuned for that. But uh, for this episode, thank you very much for listening. I'm Marius Cumming and catch you on the yarn next time.